you're listening to Crafting Cannabis with your hosts, Early Bird Auto Grows, Blackwater Grows, and Rooter Allister. All right, y'all. Let's just get going. Um, so, what did y'all want to talk about this week in particular? What do you want to start off with? Because we got a lot of shit to cover. <laughs> yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff going on. I started a couple of projects. I So, I guess first is uh, Harvested Today. That was fun. Oh, wow. How many plants? All the whole thing's right. A bunch? Um, <laughs> there you don't have to uh, say. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. There are uh, eight uh, good ones mm. and two runs, two really tiny, tiny little runs. Really? So, mm. yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious to see how everything comes out. I don't really have a good guess on the on the yield yet, but just got to wait for that dry. I got the drying environment set up. It's all dialed in. Um, so now I just got to wait. Damn right, dude. Now, how about you, early bird? What you got going on? I got a... I got... Okay, so my mango smile is starting to turn yellow. I don't know if that's a fade or a deficiency, but um, that's, that's the only thing that new that I've seen in my tents other than... Going a little yellow. Pop. Yeah, my mango smile is a little yellow. I think... I don't know if that's, if that's like a light stress thing where it's so close to my light or what, but... It could um, be. What's your... Um, how many days are you at? Uh, shit, hold on. Let me check. <laughs> Put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, you did. She's, she's got to be getting close, though, in all reality. Like, she's got to be. I think it's, yeah, it's day 61. So, yeah. Darn right. Yeah, she's getting there. She's getting there. I, uh, I just have my same old projects going on. Got the two autos I'm waiting to come down. Then I'm going to be loading that tent up with some uh, tester beans from Green Guy. And, uh, I'll be rocking them for a little while. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited for these to come down so I can go ahead and get started with that. That's what I'm really looking forward to right now. And then I got yeah. the peanut butter breath still rocking away over here in the photo tent. You're uh, looking beautiful, man. That Athena is really killing it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. I, uh, I'm looking forward to the ease in the future. <laughs> you sent me that you say about your res today. The reservoir is yeah. so clean. It's so clean. I'm jealous. It was just crystal clean, man. Crystal clear. It was nice. It's nice. It's so clean. It really is. I mean, if you're looking for something clean, that's the way to go for sure. Mm-hmm. Clean wise. <laughs> if you're yeah, willing to I mean, if you're willing to walk, uh, if you're willing to rock salts in general, I know that's a hard thing for some people to uh, want to get and want to try. I know it took me like I wouldn't have tried it honestly if it wasn't for them giving it to me at Canacon. I don't yeah. think I would have. I think I would have stuck with the organics, you know, but I figure I'll try it, you know, see how well it does. If it makes my life easy, you know, we got babies coming, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out, man. Try to make it easy. It seems to be doing pretty well for you though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's uh have something clean like that. Like automation is a big deal, especially when you have stuff going on, like you said, you know. Something yeah, like you can just craft at home and be there all day and just hand water and you know mix up the the K and F inputs and do all that like precisely. Then it's awesome. But some people need to be able to just kind of set it and check in once a week or every few days. You know, exactly. And it's not that I don't be wrapped up. I love messing with them. I really do. Um, but I also don't like the worry of wondering okay what's the next problem i'm going to have what's this you know what's that you know i i want to be consistent enough where i can constantly keep a nice perpetual going and not have to stress 
the downside of using res is, though, um, I've noticed, you know, I'm going to have to pop all my beans at the same time unless I want to have multiple reses for bloom and for veg and shit like that. That's that's something that I've been realizing the last few weeks. You know, that's something I got to take in consideration, you know, normally because before, you know, I would just be like, oh, free spot, pop a bean, you know. But now I got to kind of pay attention to that. Um, but it's no big deal. It's just a matter of just making sure I got plenty of room to dry. That's, that's really what's stressing me out right now, which we talked this week about, but, uh, Hey, yeah, you had something that you were saving for our conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hear about it? Um, so I've got this closet behind me here in the, uh, the office finger quotes, uh, (laughs) that I'm going to go ahead and I've been thinking I've got plenty of room in there. I mean, it's a lot of room in that closet. It's more than I thought I put a tape measure in there the other day. (laughs) And I think I'm going to fit, another two and a half by four tent in there. Um, what was holding me back about hang drying was trying to get the humidity and the temperature right in the house. You know what I mean? Trying to keep it right. And I was always stressed, you know, if I use a tent, then, you know, that's going to kind of lock me in, um, into trying to keep that temperature the whole time. If not, I'm going to, you know, I possibly get hay, you know? So long story short, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a, my uh, unit is upstairs, my air handler. I'm going to run a, got a buddy of mine he's actually going to swing by this week and he's we're going to see about running a ducting directly from the you know the attic into the tent or into the closet in general um it should be easy enough um so if i do that then i know no matter what that temperature in there is going to be right um so i'm pretty pretty stoked on that idea hopefully that'll work out if it does shit i can dry as many plants as i want basically in there as many as i can fit you know (laughs) so that might be easier for me going forward especially since i can't do you know one plant at a time two plants at a time type thing i'll have to be doing you know three four at a time at least but uh so you're running ducting right from the the attic for venting is that what you're saying or for bringing yeah so from the attic air handler uh i'm gonna where, where all the other uh, ducting is coming out throughout the house, I'm just going to add another one basically to that and go drill a hole and go directly into it. That's what my plan is. Nice. Um, once I get dude here and we check it out, we'll see, you know, what, you know, what's needed. I don't think it's going to be that hard. I really don't. Now, UHVAC guys out there were probably laughing at me because there's probably something I didn't think about, but that's my plan. That's my plan. <laughs> so why are you deciding to go with a tent inside your closet? Why not just ha- close your closet doors? And just that's a good point too. I, I could, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was saying tent just to the idea of, you know, the pet hair in the house and stuff like that. And, you know, just one That's more true. way to secure yeah. it. But, but no, I mean, I could do that. I could just paint the walls in there. You know, I don't even have to paint the walls. I mean, but I could use it as a grow space too. You know, I could go back and forth. I've got infinite potential yeah. here that I can, I'm basically gaining an extra, what, eight by four space at least. So it's something like that. Yeah. Cool. Pretty excited. Pretty excited. Right but, uh, that, that's that's my future plans. What, do you have a, a ETA on your harvest? Do you have an idea when that when that's going to? Right now, the next two that are coming down are going to be going in the herbs now, the tried and true herbs now. Um, cool. We are at day. If I can find my days app, which I'll, everybody needs to be using that by the way. If you're not, the days, days app, app is fantastic. Yeah, it's literally just called days. Okay. And if you have a I think if you have Android too, I think they're on both. Uh, but Apple, it's definitely called Days. Uh, it's cool because you can just sweet. set it. You can just set it like 
you know, I started on this day, even if you didn't even have the app yet, you can still preset it, go and edit each one. And you just got a little drop down menu for each day or each thing that you're monitoring. And, uh, it's nice. Like, you know, I've got this right here, Anvil and double grapes day 75. So if we go by the captain's rule with the 84 out the door, then in theory, I'll be having an empty tent shortly. So I'm pretty excited, but, uh, no, the trikes are looking. I think I think they'll be done. Anvil looks like she might go on a little bit longer, you know how she is, but um, we'll see. We'll see. I might just go ahead and chop everything and just call it a day. Just get going That's with the next batch. The the anvil that I got didn't really look done, even up close. But it was yeah. like kind of close enough for horseshoes, and the rest of the room was done. So I just took it all down. And I think anvil in general just goes on forever. Like, I, I want to say it's like at least 120 days from what I've gathered or 100 solid 100 days. Wow. But, man. Well, yeah, next I'm running some uh, gear from uh, Tourette Grower from Chad from the Autoflower podcast. Some of his testers that he sent out to the Patreon group. Now, is is this something new that he's just worked up or is this one of the ones that I might have? The uh, Paul and Chuck, Chuck or is it something else? Oh no! There, so yeah, it's it's uh, that one. Uh, RC RC01 was one of the RCO. Oh, so this is brand spanking new. Good for you, Chad. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, then, I don't think uh, I've had that one. One of the older sour gospels that I find found that I think is is a sour gospel. I'm pretty sure I, it, it wasn't labeled, but it was with all the other stuff, and it was the only kind yeah. of like deductive yeah. reasoning that that's what that is. <laughs> Did the uh, the RCO ones the is, is those are those the ones that you sent earlier us the pictures of the ones that you were transplanting or no? Yeah, yeah. So okay. they're at like uh, twenty six days right now, give or take. Yeah. So they were super nice looking good. plants. I mean, they look very happy and healthy. They're very healthy. Yeah, but I've been spraying them with uh, kelp. They really like that when they're little too. I seem to get better, like beefy branching uh, in the center of the plant when I use kelp when they're young especially when they're right coming up. And um, at first I was worried about like over foliar feeding, but I just did, I've got this uh, Velo kelp from Remo and I put five mils in a gallon, which is actually, for, that's like the photo the dose for drenching for the, for photos. But I just gave it a shot and I sprayed them down and they fucking loved it. So, Damn right they did. They look yeah. super happy. Yeah. Now, yeah, kelp, I'm glad you brought up kelp because that's, that's something I want to talk about. Right now, what is exactly, is it something you're using that has kelp in it? Or are you actually doing the whole KNF thing and like getting the kelp and this is not the whole KNF right. thing. I'm doing that next time. Um, which okay. I'm like fermenting stuff right now for that. But this is a, a one of the elements in the Remo nutrients line called Velo kelp, V E L V E L O kelp. And, uh, so I think it's just like, uh, basically emulsified kelp in a solution. Nice, uh, nice. I have to go look at the bottle, but yeah. So I just I'm hearing you hear you're hearing that more and more people talking about kelp. So that's why I brought yeah. it up. It is is what you're using the velo? Is that is that meant for foliar feeding, or can you? It's what like, they say. Yeah, in their okay. little breakdown, they say if you're going to foliar foliar feed, then use the velo kelp for that. So I was like, cool. And I've read that too that people are using it. So I just basically have been for like four feedings. And they love it so far. I haven't had any signs of stress or anything like that. Damn right. Yeah. The only thing I'm like, so I don't want to keep doing it for too long because 
uh, kelp is like, and somebody will probably correct me on this, but it's like the natural version of PGRs. If you've ever heard that plant growth hormone PGR. or plant growth yeah. regulator, and mm-hmm. that makes them like super hard as a rock, and that's some bullshit. Yeah, that people shit. Use. They say yeah, I'm, you know, sort of like the natural version of that, the natural way. And I'm like, that's cool, but I also don't necessarily want to fuck with them too much. So it's just me being like a little bit OCD and hesitant. So I'm just using kelp for the first like basically 30 days. I'll cut that off in the next few days. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I um. I, I tell you what, now, if, if I was organic right now, that's something I would definitely be looking into. Uh, or if I was organic, what did I say? I don't know. I just smoked. Anyway, <laughs> so we, uh, I, I think I think if I were, though, I would definitely try it. I would put it in my top feed, you know, with my, my uh, the way I was doing it, the way Sean, our early bird does it. And yeah, uh, I'd be interested to find some kind of kelp supplement or something additive. Something. That you can, that you, I can water in and, and not necessarily spray and shit. Yeah, and I would really like to try it on the outdoor girls. Just fuck it, just one little extra thing to add in there. Yeah, give them we'll a little see, extra outside, something. Outside, I'd spray those with the foliar. I don't know. It's just something about spraying inside of my tent. It's just you know? weird, right? Yeah, it just seems weird to me. And you see these light companies advertising waterproof rating up to such and such, and you're like, why would they fuck it? Oh, yeah. For people, you get to this part of growing, and it just hits you. You're like, oh, that's why. That's why they fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, the outdoor plants though, that's that's they're still looking great out there. I did notice something's chomping on the fan leaf. Uh, something I don't know what it was, but there's uh there's something's been eating mine. Mine really? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, I got. There's, there's a lot of fucking beetles at my house right now, and I think that's, that's what it is. It. That's yeah. what it is. Are they the little orange ones? The ones that are uh, they're in they're the field, brown and black, and then there's there's green ones too, like these really shiny, almost holographic. Oh, that's uh, Green. that's those those ones that they put in the bag. What are those called? The the ones you see in people's yards. It's like a shepherd's hook with a fucking you know oh, saddle yeah, bag. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's beetle traps. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah. There's a name for those beetles though. Yeah, Did I can't tell you what it is at all. Sorry, I am. Yeah, but I guess I'm gonna have to do it more often or something. I've just been doing it once a week, but yeah, that's what I've been doing once a week. I guess we're gonna have to do it more often. Try like three uh, days in a row. Like at the, I have the four ounce a gallon dose. Do like three days in a row. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna try some Doctor Zymes too. Uh, just, just try it out. Uh, I'm. That way I can kind of compare the two. You know. I mean, obviously we're both getting the same beetles right now, so that's something that we both have in the region. Yeah, I don't know how good it works on beetles because they're a little larger, the hard-shelled ones. It works on the small yeah. pests. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That I was like, well, maybe it just doesn't, you know, deter beetles. Maybe it's just more for, like, flying insects and, like, little shit. But yeah, mites and stuff. And then yeah. here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. You know, you can't go spray seven dust on the weed. You're going to go fucking smoke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. You know, I know that works. Shoot, I use it on my rose bush, man. They're gone. I mean, you'll just sit there and die right then and there, dude. Oh, yeah. That stuff's wild. I wonder if Green Monster. I don't know what's in it. <laughs> would work for the Beatles, the, the alcohol and cayenne and peppermint. Oh, yeah. Oh, Monsters? Yeah. Solution thing? Yeah. I probably would. I, I want to try making some of that shit just to try it. I want to get some and put Chernobyl on the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, biohazard sticker on it. <laughs> <laughs> so Rudy, this week, 
I have an announcement. Okay. You kind of already know about it, so I don't know why I'm making a big deal about it. Actually, hold on. Let me do a... I think... There it is. <laughs> I used a fucking light meter. <laughs> oh, very awesome. Yeah. Right yeah. Oh, Thanks for kicking me. Photone. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for kicking me in that direction, bro. Right on. What were your <laughs> Now, this is the fun part. I actually wrote this down prior. So look at me being all fucking prepared and shit. Um, Professional. Now, this is going to sound crazy. Actually, you know what? Let me start off with the smaller one. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to break the Geneva Convention. Some bullshit like that. Look at this. <laughs> all right. So the auto flower tent. The one that's got 480 watts in, Drum two and a half by four. Okay, it's only around four to six hundred p p p f p d p. What the hell? PPFD. Sorry, sorry. Am I the only one that smokes on this show? Like, what's going on? Anyway, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Rudy pulls up the biggest joint you've ever seen in y'all's lives, and it's just a big puff of smoke just fills the room. <laughs> it's like Andy's. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, McBride from the. Uh... Shoot. I can't even think of his uh, name now. You, t- you talking about Danny McBride? Danny McBride, uh, dude. That's what it was. Like, like on This Is the End, where he's in the fucking the, the bathtub, oh, just sitting yeah. there. <laughs> well, that's what he reminded me of just then. Anyway, okay, back to the story. So, yeah. 400 to 600, okay? 400 to 600 okay. is what they're getting. Now, I'm going off of a chart that I used a um, long time ago, Mr. Flowgrown. Y'all may know him. It's fantastic. Yeah, he's a great guy, great dude on the Insta. And uh, yeah, he gave me this chart a long time ago that he was going by. It was just a screenshot, basically, that I guess he'd been sharing, passing around, you know. And uh, it was just a list, veg. Well, why didn't you share it to me? Flower. But I, I never really fucked with light charts. You know what I mean? I was never really too... You know, too concerned, so I never really, you know, thought to share it. But I can send it to you. It's uh, it's a nice little chart. But anyway, I kind of went by that for a while. Okay. And uh, did we lose you, Rudy? I think we may have. Um, oh, there he is. So He's in back. What, what is what is the chart telling? You? Uh, the chart is telling me. You know, I wasn't prepared for this part. Hold on, I've got it. But just give me a minute. Y'all talk for a second. Right. <laughs> Charts. I just got booted for a second. I can edit that out. Okay. Oh, you got booted? Okay. Yeah, the page didn't like. I didn't do it. We kept talking. We were hoping that you'd come back in. Cool. Yeah, we were just chilling, man. All right, let's see. I'm looking for a picture. Uh, I have a chart that uh, Mr. Flowgrown 420. Uh, I don't know what his name is now on there because he got deleted. It was like real. I think it's like the real. The Mr. real Flo-Grown, Mr. Flowgrown. Great fucking dude. Repre- representing Florida in all the, the best ways. But anyway, uh, I have the chart here that he sent me. And I've got one from uh, Firebuds as well. This is this is an old one. Look at this: eighty degrees Fahrenheit, seventy-five degrees or room humidity. Oh, is that what you're talking about? I have no, no, that was the one from Firebuds. Okay, yeah. That, Rudy, you, did you have something similar to this? Oh, we lost Rudy again. Oh, did you? I'm here. That's okay. 
I'm here. Nope. Oh, um, we just lost video. Okay, cool. All right, Rudy. So here's the deal. I, mine says that you're supposed to be 250 to 400 ppfd for seedlings, 400 to 600 for veg. Okay. And 600 to 900 for flower. Now I don't know how accurate this is, but it worked for Flowgrown and it worked for all of his buddies. But I'm just kind of curious, you know. You know what, where that came from? I'm sure. I'm sure he got it from the internet. I'm sure, but I don't know if it just been passed around like that. I guess what it kind of looked like. But so according to that, it says 600 to 900 ppfd is ideal for flower. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. 600 to 900. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm below. Like I'm not giving it enough. Yeah, I I checked mine. Um, as soon as we started, y'all saw probably saw me step away for a second. Um, I checked mine and my my mangoes and Kim is getting a little over 600 and my um, mango smile at the top cola is like 1100. Really? So that might that might be why I have the foxtailing going on. But yeah, I'm a. Let's see here. I am. If that chart's correct, and it sounds like I'm high. PPFD on the mango smile, at least on the upper cola, like the main cola, especially. Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, now, do you want to know where mine's at? Yeah, let's, let's hear it. <laughs> oh, wait. We got to wait for Rudy, man. This is the oh, yeah. this is the this is the is best one to tell you. Or did, did we just lose? Well, Rudy? he he's gone. Uh, he lost his uh, Internet for a minute. Not, he has good Internet, I think. It just I don't know. He's having a problem. Okay, well, I'm gonna. So it could be, it could be the program we're using. Up drop of the Puffco, dude, go for Dabs. it. Dabs, bro. Dabs, shout out, Biff. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> I was in the middle of something today at work, and I was doing the most random task ever with a pocket knife. I was, I was cutting something very. Anyway. Wallpaper was involved. Uh, yes, I was doing that today. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why. And uh, I looked, and <laughs> there's my phone blowing up my watch. And uh, I checked the Apple Watch, and it says, it's Thuggy Taco, <laughs> dabs in the voice bar. <laughs> like, come on, after work dabs. I, I love know. it. Shit cracks me up, man. I love it. Breakfast love dabs. It, uh, after breakfast dabs. <laughs> Where are my morning crew at? <laughs> It's like Bubba Gump shrimp, but for dabs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All kinds of dabs. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to edit all this out. And if he doesn't, and y'all are listening to this, I'm so sorry. Just fucking let it ride. Yeah, that's true. How good. long he's gone for, depending on how long. He just texted me and said he'll be right back. Like he's he's trying really hard to do something. Just got to have a little patience. It's fine. All right. So now that you're back, Rudy, um, what was the last thing you heard me say before my. Uh, I think you're talking about your, 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 uh, yeah, your levels. And you yeah, were talking about the ideal levels per stage. And that oh, sounds yeah. right to me what you said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, we decided that I was under blasting my autos for fear of overdoing it in stretch. I need to turn it up a little more. Actually, it was the heat in the room is why I turned it back. But anyway, it was a mixture of the two. Um, anyway, that, that nonetheless is something I can fix in the future. No big deal. I still want to get another one of these lights, but whatever. I don't know if y'all can see that. Yeah. 11, yeah it says 1,100 to 1,800. 1,700 1700 
Damn. Is that where you were? That is my photo tent. <laughs> they are getting... Hold on. <clears throat> Mr. Snurdly. Okay. <laughs> Back to the golden EIB microphone. I had to make that. Okay. Um, <laughs> 17 to 1800 PPFD is what they're getting. Now, I don't know if that's a lot, a lot, or if it's pretty good, um, but that's what the tops were getting. And I was trying different spots, man. And I was like, now, obviously, that's not... I don't think the complete tent is getting that the very closest to me, like in the tent, because I need an extra bar in there really to get the coverage necessary for the extra half foot that light is made for. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's pretty good. I feel like, I mean, if yeah, I compare pretty, that with the old. Powerful. Yeah, that's crazy. And I was holding the paper exactly how you're supposed to and everything, like using that as a diffuser and all that. And that's what I was getting. Yeah. I don't know. Am I high? Like, was I, I nuts when I. It's huh? high. I'm not enough of an expert to tell you that you can't do yeah. that, but it's it's high from what I've seen. I mean, I can get that if I hold the meter like or hold the phone like right up close to these six. Okay, well, because that's that's like that's you know three four inches away from the light and it's powerful Here. light. All right, listen. Here's my bud. Okay. Okay. Here's my light. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you're about three four inches from the light. Yeah. I got the ones that were like any horseshoes. Yeah. So now is that would that throw <laughs> off the reading or is that more is that still giving me an accurate reading at that point? I don't know if this, those readings are accurate like a meter, right? It's yeah. like basically to help give you a range to see where you're at. I would infer from your reading that you're pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, but you know, if you don't see oh, yeah, no. yet, DC damage? No. Fox at all. Nothing like that. Nothing. Okay. Well, you know. That's a big part of it. And yeah, I think I attribute that I attribute that to how how cool the light is. I really do. Because that light is so cool, man. It's wild. Hmm. Like it's interesting. It's strange. Um and that's it it's makes me light. It is, man. I was very sexy. <laughs> I wish they'd sponsor me. I'd rep the shit out of it. <laughs> um, but no, they're they're too big for me. They they wouldn't they're not interested in me, but um, the light itself get a is sponsorship. Truck, <laughs> get a motherfucking scholarship. See, this is when we'd like to be able to just throw in sound clips on this uh, this episode. Just <laughs> gotta get that board right, man. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I love it. It's a good light, man. It really is. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like my gut says it. At first, like that would be way too high, but then you'd be seeing something obvious. You'd get yellowing. You'd get some burning. Yeah, your I don't see any drying out i'll send you all some pictures and see if y'all see any i don't see any cool it's weird yeah, it's it's like actually eerie with with my mango smile the one that has you know foxtailing going on which it, it's not terrible foxtailing but it is foxtailing when i checked my reading it was um like 1100 ppfd exactly. and so i don't know if that's causing it or not but that's a hell of a lot lower than Blackwaters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the hell? The lights are back on. You want? I want to check. You want me to check again? I'll check again, dude. No, yeah. <laughs> if you want I'll to, you can. But I'll take I'll your word it. for it. I'll so you it. had. So no, you're making me you? second guess myself. Now I'm like, am, was I too sleepy this morning? Because like, you know, it's like six o'clock. I'm sticking my hand in there. Like, let's see. Look. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed. I did notice that thing is pretty sensitive to the up and down. So you definitely want to make sure yeah. you're not like wavering up. I'm. And down I'm gonna try you, this you again. Know? Oh. I got something else this week, but I feel bad because I didn't put the battery in it. That was my other announcement. Uh, there's a nine volt here that needs to go in my temperature gun. Temperature gun. 
So fuck y'all. I'm gonna measure the tent. I'm gonna measure the leaves. Everything. Everything. Cool. I have it all. Right on. <laughs> y'all give me a hard time the other week. But I got it. I got it. I got it figured out now. Okay. So when someone asked me, if someone asked me on the street and says, "Yo, what's your PPFD, bro?" Seventeen hundred, bro. Seventeen sixty, bitch. <laughs> like how I got a lisp there at the end. That was pretty nice, wasn't it? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Shit. All right, Rudy. Sorry, we we we've. Oh, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> what you got there, dude, bud? Dude, bud. That John double Kessin. grape. Concentrate? Is that what I'm looking at? Mm. Yeah, double grape. Nice. Double grape. Yo, that Impressive. that straight soap. <laughs> <laughs> it has, it's, it has it's, a weird taste. But actually, you know, I don't really notice it anymore. I guess really, yeah. The it. more the more you uh smoke it or vape it, seems like it definitely comes the flavor. Because like when I first the very first second that I tasted double grape wasn't in flower form it was literally we just squished it on the 12 ton here cool shout out dad press anyway squish that bitch down dude and that was the shit that we tried double grape for the first time with and it was delicious <laughs> we both looked at each other and we're like this is why they do it <laughs> okay now i get it uh but yeah great shit man Nice. Great shit, uh, but yeah, it's very soapy too. It's got that. It's weird. Like there's two. There's two distinct flavors that I got from it. It was that very grapey, creamy, and then soapy. Um, but yeah, it, it it reminded me of how like a dryer sheet smells. Yes, very much so. But there's other times you hit it and it's just like creamy grape. You're like, what? Yeah. It's weird. I think it depends on what bud you pick up. Honestly, I really do. I think it's that different. Sure. It's or each pheno. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, but I really do feel like that's a hundred percent. You know, like oh, that's the one we got. And maybe I've just got a little mix of both. On every once in a while, I taste that. I don't know. Maybe there's just something wrong with my tongue. This is but, rosin that you pressed from multiple different buds. Yes. From different plants. No. Oh, they're all the same thing. Right on. No, that's a great idea. That's a great idea, though. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm one shitty breeder, but look, I can put some fucking flavors together, bitch. <laughs> all right, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Put them all in the same micron bag. Throw that bitch in the fucking uh, dab press for 200 degrees for like <laughs> for like a good like 10 minutes. <laughs> we'll put it right away. Yeah. But I guess if you're a flavor chaser, you want to squish much, much lower. Um, lower temps, right? That's the idea. Yeah, well, that too. You know, you want to lower the temps to get the flavor, but the uh, the rosin itself will actually be lighter or darker depending on how long it's on. Um, and that really doesn't matter too much if you're dabbing, but if you're like, if you're filling carts, like you're trying to make your own carts, if that's something you're into, like it's really dark like really if you get a dark rosin you're like that's not that dark no it'll be even darker than that in the tank like it looks black sometimes um but it doesn't look like that in the jar at all like it looks very very like amber and like beautiful and it looks so nice but dude i want to start i want to get pressing some uh bubble hash yeah dude we need a freeze dryer so good yeah honestly i will pay for half of that shit rudy you come down here you can visit visit you can stay come stay at a, a campground or a house one or the other cool yeah 
could do it. Who's that dude Everybody. we were talking to? And and uh, from Biff, he was tell, telling us all about how how to make bubble hash and washing. Remember, he was telling us links oh, man, of, of uh, washing machines and shit for for Bud and, and uh, all oh, his man. Uh, screens. I'm, ah, was it Frosty Wookie? No. But um, uh, I, 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 I still I'm still interested in getting some of that shit because it wasn't it was a lot cheaper than I thought it was gonna be. Oh man, I'm really trying to remember. I'm gonna go. Was it man. private message back and forth, or was it in the group chat? I'm trying to think. Uh, I think we were in voice like... chat, and he was set putting the links in voice. Oh. Chat. Was it Ark? Uh, voice text. I think it was Ark. I think it was. I think it was. Ark. Yeah. He's another Athena boy. I'm just saying, shout out. <laughs> Good old Ark. Uh, yeah. Bubble hash, Rudy. Sorry. Oh, Keep yeah. running off on you like that. Um, <laughs> bubble hash in general, though. I mean, that, that's not nearly as complicated as I thought it was. Like, it's really not. No, he made it seem very simple. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, he I, I think you can you can sift and get right like pretty much anybody can do that. I think where it comes down to it is like the quality and yeah. The yeah. degradation and that kind of thing. This mm-hmm. is a yeah. whole world I haven't even like <laughs> like tried to dip my toes into that at all. I yet. would love to get into that. Yeah, I, I I would love to just just so I can press some fucking bubble hash because that shit looks so good, dude. Dude, oh my god, that stuff just rolls, man. Just rolls, and it looks so good. I want to try uh, some of Mr. Autogrow's uh, live rising so bad. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, shout out Mr. Autogrow, man. That guy's doing work. And honestly, he's the one that we need to ask more questions to, too. Like, just yeah, that's true. See what he uses versus everybody else type thing. He's got like some fucking commercial shit. Yeah, Mr. Autogrow is where it's at, man. Like, he, he really does do some cool shit. He's got the right idea buy it once, cry once. And I love it. But uh, anyway, definitely, that's on the horizon. I can see getting it's into in that future, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that's in the future. Nice. But, uh, I'm going to go full KNF with water only on this next one. Oh, boy. With Chad stuff, yeah. yeah Hang I'm on tight. See that. <laughs> Hang on. You're going to be fine. You're going to do fine because you're an awesome dude and you're a fantastic <laughs> grower. But if it were me doing that... <laughs> it seems like such a pain in the ass, man. It seems like so... <sighs> It takes up so much time. I mean, I know a lot of it's just waiting, but yeah. <clears throat> well, I think no, no. right now, what I'm, you you can give me a good idea when you said you top feed in the auto pots twice a week. Would you say like Thursday and Sunday or something like that? Uh, yes, uh, yeah. uh, Mondays and Thursdays. But yeah, twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that schedule, but um, I'm basically just going really simple. I'm going nettle, fermented nettle for the for the veg. Uh, so the idea is you basically, like, simply put, you ferment something green for the veg phase, and then you ferment something floral for the bloom phase or fruity. So the whole concept is like feeds like, or the same thing feeds the same thing. So nettle, uh, stinging nettle is really vigorous. It grows tall, has a lot of vegetative material, and it mm-hmm. sucks nutrients and minerals out of the ground that it grows in. That's why it's a pain in the ass in your yard because it depletes the dirt really quick if you have it yeah. around. But it soaks all that shit up. So when you take like uh, not fully matured nettle, chop it all down, chop it up and put it in a bucket with equal weight brown sugar. So if I got like five pounds of nettle, I put five pounds of brown sugar all in the bucket, fill it up with water and just leave that for like two weeks. 
and uh, you know, I cover it loosely, and then I come back and scrape some of the bullshit off the top that gets some crusty stuff on there, and then strain that out. And that green liquid goes in the fridge in mason jars uh, with a cheesecloth on the top because it it'll off gas, it'll build up, yeah. seal the jar, and then that. Uh, the dosage varies between people because it depends on like what were the plants you fermented exactly what was the proportion but generally they say it's a teaspoon per gallon sometimes i use a tablespoon sometimes i get frisky and use like a quarter cup per gallon <laughs> Start so, feeling wild. yeah the one time i've done this for one round in the past and even when i worked really high it didn't seem to burn them i think that's the advantage of the organics um, yeah, I, yeah, from like from what I've heard, like true organics, it's really hard to burn plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, my thing with with the K and F, like what you're saying right now, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah, um, yeah. my thing is like, how, how do you know the strength? Like, how do you know if it's if it's too strong or not strong enough? Or you, yeah. you got to go off of off what your plants are telling you as you're feeding, but then you're by the time you figure it out, then you're too late. Then you got to make some more. Yeah, that's the, that's my that's 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 where my brain goes when I try to think of even trying to KNF. But yeah, you can go. Ahead. Well, you know, I think that's where it's tricky with autos because they are so sensitive. And yeah, autos where you can kind of see and recover from things, you know. And that, that's that's, that's, that's no understatement. Like, yeah, <laughs> photos. Like, that's so cool how they do that. I, I mean, I love autos, stuff. but. It's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely a pro to photos. Absolutely. For sure. So I'm going to try it. So K&F is also technically, if you follow the, the book or whatever, or the, what, what was handed down is like really literal and really precise. So like the inputs are, you know, it's the equal weight to sugar kind of thing. And then for the fish aminos, there's a whole different proportion. I've not tried to do that yet, like fermenting fish. I've done it by accident before. <laughs> on purpose for fertilizer. Uh, Open the cooler, forget you caught the yeah, fish. Yep. <laughs> yep. Done that. But uh, but then so all the the different types of inputs and stuff are really sort of regimented. Like you do it exactly this way. But I I like playing around, so I'm gonna try some different stuff. So this harvest from yesterday, I I kept all the root mass. So out of each pot, I pulled the center root mass and then rinsed them off with the hose and got them all clean. And uh, <clears throat> I'm going to try fermenting those, just some sugar, and then yeah. feeding that as like a root, you know, enhancer, maybe like when they're in the younger stage or just throughout the whole yeah. thing. I'll just cut it back into a smaller proportion per gallon. And then, it, like, it really. In the bloom ferments, I want to add like all like rose petals. And normally they go like if you look it up, they'll say banana peels or bananas, mangoes and then some kind of berry and then possibly tomatoes. And that's your like bloom ferment. Same thing, add it to sugar, let it go for a while, then strain it out. And that gets all the nutrients and the aminos and everything that you need for that flowering stage. So, but yeah, I like to try different stuff, especially rose petals. That's why I want to try this year. I got a bunch from wild roses, so. I love, KNF's neat, man, it really is. Yeah. It's yeah. cool, it's so cool. Like, I know we're going to talk about it a lot, you know, in the future. And I really hope you figure it all out so we can just eventually do that when the apocalypse comes. Because, like, <laughs> it sounds like you're just making a mash of moonshine. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think if you made it a certain way, you can certainly drink it. And yeah. And then you just need that, that, that still, and you're good, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, should, you know, look, obviously where it comes from, the, the, that old world where you came up yeah. and you just had what was around you. So even like yeah. some of the stuff I've read, they use human urine for a nitrogen oh, wow. input. 
you just do it fresh. So you piss out about a teaspoon, mix that in with water, and <laughs> that is cool. And that's fresh from the nitrogen tap. boost. Yep, yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, makes me wonder. In my auto pots. Is there something that I could eat to make my pee better for my plants? but it's i like the concept it's the same thing feeds the same thing it's like in uh yeah that is cool they're in like chinese medicine they have the same thing too if you have eye cancer they'll give you raw like both like cow eyeball or if you you have liver failure they give you raw liver like the same thing feeds the same thing I wonder. That's essentially the principle behind K and F, as far as I understand it. Also, that's making me really think about everything differently. Yeah, everything is everything. Everything is everything. But no, when it makes sense when you think it doesn't. You know, sure, scientists is going to argue about this probably, but in my mind, like you take the same constituents, you know, it's going to take those in to build itself. But it's it's. The way I see it is it's an easy way, if you're living like an agrarian lifestyle, there's no technology around, it's yeah. an easy way to recognize what you would want to use. Do I want my plants to be tall and strong? I'm going to find some other tall and strong plants, cut those down, ferment them, and give them to my plants. Same thing with any other kind of traits you want. Do you want a big fruit? Get like, you know, big tomatoes or melons or something like that. Like basically just copy over the template of what you're looking at to what you want to get. So yeah, that's why I'm trying the roots. And then I have seen some people online say they use like, you know, sprouts, like salad sprouts Yeah. that uh, you just grind those up in a blender and, and use that to seedlings. Wow. Yeah. And you, you know, how, how, you know, the only thing about that is like, how do you figure out, you know, KNF, I guess it's just a trial and error thing, you know, or is it possibility of just giving it too much all the time? I mean, obviously, you could have defi- uh, uh, toxicity, yeah. um, but I mean, is that really all you have to worry about? Like, if you were to just give them everything all the time, no matter what, like, would they just shrivel up, or would they? Do you think they would maintain? I don't know. I'll try. I'll try it out. Yeah. You should <laughs> OD. Just give just them try a, to OD it. Yeah, see what it does. Half a cup per gallon of every feeding. Yeah, we can torture some of those uh, awesome breeding project you've got going on. <laughs> which you want to talk about? Do you plan on doing this? Sure. Um, well, uh, I'm just putting them up there tonight, probably after this, I got them all repotted down in the, in the kitchen. So everybody's like set up in the 3.9 gallon pots for auto pots and they're wet and everything like that. So now they got another what 12 days before they use up that water and expand it, the roots get down to the bottom. So I don't have to turn on the auto pot system yet. I, I still got to clean my valves from the last time. So I'll probably start top watering the KNF stuff in like two weeks from now. And the nettle Damn. ferment has going has been going for like seven days, so that'll be totally perfect by then. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's well, so actually, cool. tell you the truth, it doesn't it doesn't stink. Really? I think it's the it's a combination of the sugar and the microbes. And they say that about the fish too, that that when you go open it up, it's it's the way this microbe culture establishes in the bucket that it actually doesn't stink. I'm not wow. sure how much I believe. Like it locks, yeah, it I like can't locks it in a bubble. fermented fish, not like I, yeah. wanting to knock your ass out when you open that I, jar. I know, and it's that whole fish. I mean, everybody <laughs> who's ever caught a fish knows you put it in a bucket with some sugar and just seal it for two weeks. That's essentially what that is. Damn, that's yeah. wild, isn't it? Yeah, I've never done that, but the that's pretty cool. <laughs> it, it actually it smells like a like a sweet like tea combined with like beer a little bit you know oh man yeah that's so cool 
Mm -hmm. But then there's, I mean, all this stuff is so variable. That's what makes me laugh about the new, not laugh at them, but like the nutrient lines and how precise we get. You like you said, what are the actual levels? How do we know how much nitrogen is in this thing? But there's like old wives tricks about, you know, spreading Budweiser on the lawn to, to fertilize your yard. You take your husband's stale beer and spray it out on the yard. All that shit works. Really? It's all constituents of the same thing. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. There's sugar and yeast and, and some minerals, you know, essentially. Um, so, yeah, th I find it really interesting. I'm curious to see how this round goes. I think I have KNF a little bit better in my head than I did last year um, to, to have it get some results. Last year, I mixed it, too, with some added stuff from NPK Industries, the raw nutrient line. And nice. that I think I, I think I burned them a little bit because I did too much of that. That was why I inferred because I mixed extra, extra yeah. stuff in. So I'm just going to try to go straight with the. the first well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how this goes yeah. for you. Me too. Totally. It'll be a trip to try to not add in some other kind of amendment. You know, yeah. if I see a cow mag deficiency or something like that. But um, <laughs> I do have. I I still have water soluble calcium and calcium phosphorus from last year that i made so uh, from from eggshells or ever heard of that yeah the eggshells and then the burnt yeah. bones for the phosphorus mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah I I have shelf... a bunch of jars of that left over what's the shelf life on most of this like like is there is there a certain amount of time that you should use the stuff like or is it something that you can kind of pull from for years i honestly don't really know i've still like i made a bunch uh, yeah, I made probably like two gallons. Of I'm just wondering, life. being that it is organic. I mean, obviously life lives on; it keeps just changing. I'm sure, but I mean, well, for that I used white vinegar and for <laughs> the calcium, and it's just calcium leached out of eggshells. So yeah, there should be no bacterial life in there. In the That's cool, man. And now, I haven't seen anything funny. When you're making the 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 calcium from the eggshells and the vinegar, do you take the, the actual liquid from that from that jar or do you like skim off the top like the foam shit and is that what you're using it's a whole liquid in? it's essentially so everything. vinegar yeah it's pretty much just vinegar so it, it'll act as a pH down obviously but the proportion is like basically a light teaspoon to a gallon so you only adjust your pH uh, 0.2 you know 0.4 yeah. maybe yeah so you can work that in with the other stuff that's happening hmm. yeah but how long does that cool. take to make um what was it 10 days so i well i saved up a bunch of eggshells that was a that was a minute um so or if you can get eggshells from somebody right yeah, get and you then, some hens the, yep <laughs> and then i just uh uh like cooked them on a cast iron until they were slightly brown and like really dry and then crushed them up and then you mix uh one part to 10 parts eggshells to vinegar. So if you have like a layer of eggshells about an inch, then you put 10 inches of vinegar on top of that in your container, whatever you're using, mm -hmm. or you can weigh it out or whatever, but it's 10 to one. And then let that sit for 10 days. And for the first couple of days, the, all the it all bubbles up because it's all reacting and it's pulling the calcium out into solution. So you see all these bubbles and the eggshells jump around the jar. It's kind of fun to watch. That is cool. You got you to burp the jar or you just let it do its thing? Just let it do it. I just put a cheesecloth or a bag on the top or something. Oh, okay. I got yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Just to keep stuff right. out, basically. But yeah, then you have uh, that and this, like that ratio is a teaspoon to a gallon as far as I understand it. And that's your calcium supplement. So I did use that uh, and it seemed to work okay. 
but I really need to do a whole cycle with only this stuff so I can say how it works for me because I didn't really do that last time. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I mean, if it works for you, I mean, hell, fucking go for it. You know what I mean? But I just don't think I have time for that kind of shit. Yeah, I'm thinking the way to do it longer term for me personally is uh, to make a big, like get the technique kind of dialed in just for myself and then make a big batch of these things and store them in the fridge. So they're really oh, yeah. only they're only stable for so long, but they'd be stable for nine months, you know, while I'm doing all my shit. Like yeah. go back. Well yeah. Yeah, if I did it, that's how I'd have to do it. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's nope. no way. I forget yeah. who who did the interview, but somebody had Autoflower AK on. Um I wanna say was was it the cultivation kind that didn't they interview him or was it or am I thinking of a different person? But anyway, um Oh, I'm he sorry. Talk, you say talking. You talking about AK? Yeah, Autoflower AK, the guy from Alaska. Yep. yep. He he does a lot of KNF stuff, and um, he was saying like there's only like two things that 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 you can't store for long periods of time, but like most of it has a really long shelf life, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, that's my thing. If I could keep it on the shelf for an extended period of time, I I would definitely be more interested in in trying it out for sure definitely uh it's just it's, it's, cool it's all the work shit. you have to do ahead of time you know what i mean and you got to be constantly kind of planning like all right how am i going to get this how am i going to get that it's i mean it's just fine too yeah i feel like it's super rewarding I'm, I'm sure it is and someday i might very well maybe that'll be my retirement thing or my uh midlife cr- i don't know it could be anything I'm, i mean so shit think of it contextually too i mean the way where that method came out of was agrarian lifestyle you live on the farm that's yeah that's your whole life you know so exactly yeah. you know i mean that is that is the way to be i mean that's that's goals right there i mean sure i i but it's i get it from our lifestyle yeah yeah i get it yeah yeah but um, maybe someday shit from outside, maybe someday, you know, I mean, shoot, Rudy's doing it. So, you know, things come in threes. So maybe, maybe work its <laughs> way over here. I'm a li- I live alone and I'm obsessive. So it's not a good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's okay. But yeah. it's okay. But no, you can teach us things and that'll be nice. Cause we're going to need that outlook on this show. Like, I feel like that's a, you know, it's a good base, you know, that way you've got a little bit of everything, you know, we can kind of talk about. It's nice. I still want to try Athena for a run too after seeing your show. Yeah. I really want to try that. Darn right, man. Look amazing on Instagram. All the stuff that's tagged Athena. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but it's all frosty as hell. Unreal. Did you see did you see that Jungle Boy? Did you see that Jungle Boy setup I sent you? Yeah. It's like a field of like white pine cones. It's just Lux. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Lux bars and Athena. Tops. It looks like a the bunch way. of tops. So it looks like you're like you're like flying in an airplane above a bunch of pine trees. And that, yeah, that's what it looks like in that picture. Which a bunch of tops of pine trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looks nice, product. really beautiful. And every picture you see looks like that, man. Like it just looks yeah. great. But um, yeah, I highly suggest it. I want to see what you can do with Athena versus what I can do type thing. Like, yeah, it, I'm I'm very curious because it's like you know I have somebody to pull from. You know, like, oh, if this is working for you, then I'll try it, you know. Um, I don't know uh, about the RO thing. That might be something that might be, I don't know how you, how, what would you do? Like, do you have one or would you have to rig up a new system? I have a boogie blue RV filter, like that goes on a garden hose attachment. It's basically like for chlorine, chloramine Mm -hmm. and like some other stuff. So it's not a heavy duty filter, but it does the trick. The water is your water in my tab. Is your water harder or? 
Yeah, damn it, I forget what those mean. It's more okay, it comes out. Well, where, point. Do you have a well, or are you on city, or you have a well, right? Oh no, you're city. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then I guess it's you're at their mercy. I guess on that. Um. Yeah. To see so how hard. Have, I'm sure it's not bad. We allegedly wink, wink, <laughs> fluoride here, but they do. Oh use, yeah, that's uh, right. You're in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, they do use chlorine, and if you fill up a five gallon yeah. bucket, it smells like a swimming pool. Damn. Um, yeah. But yeah. if I if I run it out through this filter, it doesn't. It smells different. So I'm like, okay, I'm cool. Okay. You know, and I haven't seen the plants burn and stuff yet. Plus, I feed my outdoor garden with tap water straight from the hose, and that's yeah. just fine. So sometimes I'm tempted just to straight, not even pH, and just tap water my plants and see how they do. You know. Yeah. But I haven't. Unless it has some yet. reaction. <laughs> unless it has some reaction to something in the soil, like microbes or something. Like that's the only mm-hmm. thing I could. See, being fresh, an issue. Tap, fresh tap water out of my tap would kill microbes, probably. I mean, I think that's their point for doing that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point of chlorine. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but the filtered stuff is fine. So, um, my biggest problem in the reservoir is uh, pH. So that's another reason I'm curious to try try Athena. I have a hard time maintaining a stable pH even without a water pump. So, yeah, I have to adjust mine. Yeah. My- is that just the thing everybody does? Is that like maybe I'm missing that and every grower head with a res has to adjust pH all the time? I, I just, that's what I assumed. I just assumed yeah. it was normal. Yeah. They just feel like I keep dumping pH down into it. I'm yeah. like, at what point is there too much of this in here? You know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, and that was where I was kind of running. You know, that, that was my problem. Um, luckily with balance that's what i've been pumping in there um it's really keeping the ph stable man it's super convenient in that sense like it's you know if you're not going to be organic i feel like athena is the solid choice uh, based yeah, on what if I, I if i ever decided yeah. to do salts athena would be definitely be yeah. you know my my number one yeah, right on. I know another good one is Veg Plus Bloom, the hydroponic mm-hmm. research, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not that pure clean water like Athena does. That's really a song. Yeah, your your reservoir yeah. looked brand new. It looks like you just poured. Yeah, <laughs> that was the second. Happened. Yeah, the second or third time I filled that res with Athena. Technically, yeah, technically it's the fourth time I want to say because I was fill, I was doing it wrong the first two times and this, the last two times I've been doing my mix properly. So technically the last two times they've really gotten double duty because I fed them to get up to that 3.0. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that and that's how clean it was and uh, it was it's unbelievable, yeah. man. And I only have 12 gallon I have 12 gallon resins. I have two 12 12 gallon resins and that's that's what I use. And uh, but I'm anxious, you know, it makes me really want to think about possibly in the future doing a bigger just one res you know two big reses and uh i mean if it keeps it clean and it keeps the ph balanced i mean in theory i could have two reses one with veg newts one with bloom newts and have all my tents running off the same line whenever boom mind blown like i i when i i realized that i was like oh maybe this is something yeah, yeah didn't set up a switch just set up yeah i mean honestly it doesn't get that's like the ultimate easy mode and at that point you basically have your own uh grow this like dispo like you know like california jungle boy shit like that's what you got going on at that point you know you just yeah put a solenoid on there and set it up to your phone so you yeah that's what i'm saying there's like some yeah. super like i'm starting to get into a territory where i'm like Am I over, doing? Is this overkill? <laughs> like if I got to that point, my God. 
But uh, I no, get no. one of those Govi sensors you you sent. Yeah, I'm sure. The link about that that I would love to just see the temp and, and RH while I'm out of the room. That's like that. Awesome. It is nice, man. It's yeah, it's so nice, man. Like, look, I'm I'm in the same room with him right now, and I'm just let me just whoop. Hold on, which one is it? Oh, there it is. See, it? see it right there, at the top. Yep, I see it. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah and just I was looking at those pulse meters too, and they're pretty cool, but yeah, they're more pricey, and it's kind of more than I need, you know. More yeah, more and it's it's a whole bunch of stuff. Commercial, bro. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and don't get me wrong, I feel like I feel like that's like the the last thing that you buy. Like if you run out of everything to buy, like I feel like that's your last thing. You know, at the very end, after you've invested know, all your money, some, we can find a I think those read CO two also, don't they? Yeah, and I could, yeah. like I said, that would be the like last. That would be the cherry on top. Like when you're, yeah. you think you've got it all. That's, you know, don't spend. That's a, not a necessary thing. You know, you can go get this Gobi thing, and you know, be just fine. Yeah, totally. So you had but, asked about that the breeding project that you have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that, Roland. I'm flipping the. Um, the reversed cuts to twelve twelve tomorrow. Oh boy, I'm excited about that. So we'll see what happens. The reverse cuts. Okay, yeah. cool. So that's I have. Uh, I'll just recap. Mother, yeah, recap. Um, mother plant from a bag seed. Took some clones. Have a handful of viable clones. Took some further cuts from the mother and put them in jars in a separate space under a small light. And they've been. I've been spraying them with. Uh, silver thiosulfate and colloidal silver the thiosulfate once in the beginning colloidal silver every day for seven days and then i'm going to flip tomorrow with another of the thiosulfate spray and then that is uh every three days for about 20 20 to 25 days so by that time once it starts making like actually flowering in that time i should be able to see if it's going to be male or not but uh yeah it's exciting That's, first time i've tried it, that, I have no idea no it, oh man and that the great thing is you're doing it so now i can figure out how to do it again when you do it like this is great <laughs> Damn yeah right. i want to i want to just write it write it down write it down so i can uh, <laughs> copy off well, your that's, that's the thing it's it's all over the internet there there are a lot of yeah. sites on that but they're, they're so varied on the timing especially with timing spray you know it's certain x times per day or especially any days in between and everybody varies on that so i think you, it's kind of strain dependent too yeah could be yeah, yeah. could be yeah. but uh I'm, definitely that's gonna be exciting man i'm i'm uh i'm really looking forward to you getting this done and and be like you know be like this is my bean mine yeah. Rudy, Rudy yeah. can start spreading his seed yeah. he can start yeah all over the planet <laughs> so that so this I should clarify so the reversal thing is just to get some feminized seeds to keep this this cultivar bag seed. that was yeah. a only that was a single bag seed but I am also going to take some auto pollen that I have in the freezer and work on a on a photo to auto cross so I want to take this this photo strain that I've got, that bag seed, and make an auto out of it. And I have a purpose, which is fun. So that'll give me something to work towards, which is the the main like terpene profile of this plant is mint. And that's what's really fun. If you pop one of the leaves off and crush it up, it smells just like a mint leaf. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see with You're like smoking a menthol. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to see with the autocross if I when I do a pheno hunt, if I can like hunt out that quality and actually pass it down 
Um, That'd be nice. I would I would love to smoke a joint of weed that tastes like it has a little bit of meat in it. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> I used totally. to love them menthol cigarettes back in the day. Oh, <laughs> damn right, man. We tore them things uh, up. <laughs> so, some of those, I think that comes from the land race sativa genetics. There's a lot of those in the India and Pakistan too. They have a minty kind of uh, flavor mixed with the pine. Yeah. I love it. So I love it. I'm ex- I'm excited for it. But for me, just to not be so, I work better when I can focus on a single kind of yeah. thing for yeah. the task, you know, objective. So that's for this is to successfully get this to an auto flower and preserve the mint flavor, and we'll see how it goes. Damn you know man. what, man? Yeah. That 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 right there, what you did, that is a cool ass project, man. It's, it's cool. You really could make a really good YouTube documentary on this. And I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it sounds like a really cool process to watch. I mean it's just it, document I mean, it could, it's, everything. Yeah, document everything. It's such a you know, there's so many different ways you can do things and like each process is you gotta be very mindful of what you're doing and like focus and you know and be aware of the pollen that can get everywhere, you know, all those things that you have to stress about to get to that point where you can start messing around is awesome, man. And the and the guy the guy that did your mail for you, I mean you hands yeah, <laughs> I'll send them a was, mail right now. <laughs> I got, I got cool somewhere here. Was, I can... It was cool yeah. and it was rough. I was a little freaked out, so that may get. I got a funny story for you about that. When so, no offense, to this guy's a good buddy of mine, but he doesn't grow right. So he's like, sure, I'll put this plant in my basement, put it under some fluorescence. We'll see if it makes pollen. This is literally where I was at. So, this that's why if you get any grandiose ideas about my skills. This was just like, let's just get some pollen and basically see if we can. That was the idea. But uh, he's got aphids and spider mites in his basement. And uh, mm. so by the time we went down there to collect, the plant was covered. You know, I was gonna, you can see all the bugs walking up and down the stalk and they were oh, everywhere. So I got the tinfoil out and leaned the plant over and tapped it out. And of course, a bug, bunch of bugs came down with the pollen. <laughs> so I did my best to like sift them out and then tap all the pollen into this little collecting jar that I had. And I put the cap on, and when I got back to my house, I like totally. I took all my clothes off, sprayed myself down to the shower. Burned them. Yep. What? Well, <laughs> in the sink, I took the lid off of the jar and with tweezers pulled every bug out of that jar and dropped them into a little alcohol and like. Damn. You know. Oh so then all the bugs are out of the jar, capped it with a silicate pack and put it in the freezer, and then I hoped that that would kill whatever was left. Yeah. So so far i've used that pollen in my room and gotten seeds from it and i don't have any bugs so <laughs> it worked out <laughs> but i was Darn right I you was worked really for nervous. that pollen, well, it, here's the thing here's the thing you did that you know out of so much love and it dude those beans oh, are going to yeah. mean so much to you like totally. they're they're going to be awesome man and I, I'm yeah. really excited. I'm really excited how excited how that whole project works out. So we'll have to we'll have to revisit. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. I, I, I can't tell you how nerve wracking that was to try to like it was like a little Indiana Jones game level trying to navigate through a bunch of pests and then be like, I'm going home after this? What the fuck? How am I gonna work it's this out? Terrifying. Is that the one you were talking yep. about, like something mojito or something? That, the the photo yeah colombian mojito that's why i made an instagram mojito. post yeah. about it yeah and so it's, uh, the 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 history of that is the colombian gold land race strain which is, has been famous for some time uh it's a cut of that that this guy who's a rapper master cylinder master cylinder brought it master back. cylinder yep and he he brought it back and then apparently it ended up 
being an offering of this Hawaiian company. I can't pronounce the name or read it right now, but it's in my Instagram post. Um, so there's a Hawaiian genetics company that released this strain and it goes out into the U.S. market, you know, the rec market. So that's where uh, my buddy got it from a, from a dispensary. So, yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's not like we went to Colombia, you know, and found it, but it's fun to, it's fun to know <laughs> yeah. the history of it, especially with so many yeah. things. If you and that's the thing. The story of a strain, that's, I'm, I'm much more interested in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it it's a nice sativa. Like the, so the guy who uh, asked me if I would grow the seed out is a, is a super sativa nerd, like way more than me. Like he loves sativas and won't smoke anything that makes you nod or anything like that. So when he said it was the best one he'd ever had, it was like, well, this is, I got to try it. This is so it. We'll see. Yeah. This is the one. We'll see. So if I can That's... make that an auto and like preserve the qualities, that'll be really fun. And that'll be a cool project I'm excited about. And then I wouldn't have no problem like releasing that as mine. But oh yeah, it, I'm not going to cross, like I have this other autocross going, but it's, it's from two well-known breeders and I'm not going to put that out, you know, nor like I just started. So the idea of putting anything out is ridiculous in the first place. Yeah. But to call a strain mine, I would think, you know, like this one, you work like two or three or four years on it, get it done and get it all like narrowed in. And then you can do that. Definitely. Damn right. Definitely. I mean, that's, that's the thing, man. You, as long as it's a passion and you actually cared when you did it, that's all that matters, man. Like try to keep, you know, obviously, you know, yeah. don't do what some of these people are doing, but like you, that would, there's nothing wrong with that. And especially like if you were just, even if you just gave away what you had, just, you know what I mean? Just yeah, being able well, to throw sure. it out there, just being able to throw it out there, knowing that that thing is growing is just, that's, that's what, that's so cool, man. Yeah. And knowing that you did all that to get it, you know, that's just, yeah. Yeah. Pretty well, cool. There was a, there was a comment on the Instagram post that I made that was a, a person from, from Hawaii who said that this would probably be perfect for their climate and like would I share something, you know, and I think about that. Like that'd be fun. It's always fun to talk to people and see what they do. So, you know, I wonder, he likes the humidity. <laughs> yeah. Being, being an early bird, really. We, uh, <laughs> we'll we put it, we'll put it somewhere nice and humid. There's, There's a lot of, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot of spots I'd like to see. Our way. We'll <laughs> test them for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I, if I do this whole project, like the way that I'm kind of hoping to, I want to do some bug tests too. And there's some places yeah. out here where I can really like, I can throw it in a place where you've never expected to survive. And we'll see. Just go about, check on it. You know? yep. See how she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Put like five of them back there and see which one survives, you know? Not a bad idea, sir. Yeah. Not a bad idea at all. That's actually a good way to test. You just leave them in different places and come back, check on them later, see how they're doing. <laughs> Chad was telling, he was that with some of his beans too. He was doing some testing on rough transplant, basically just rip it out, stuff it in the next pot and see which the ones that survive that are hardier than the other ones. You go with those. Mm -hmm. So like, I like That's that smart. kind of idea too, like training in different aspects of it that you want. Yeah. Definitely. So on the first round, I'm just going to go for size and like node spacing and just do a little grid of them in cups. And yeah. Let them, let them go and then see what are the best ones and then take those to flower and breed those and then I'll get more seeds. Because this first round, I just spot pollinated a branch. So I think I've got maybe two dozen at most, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to be kind of careful with the first batch. Definitely. I always thought I always thought when you were spreading pollen, like you had to be super careful. So you say you did only one branch. So I would. I was. Super I careful. always thought that like if you did a branch, like the whole plant was gonna turn. Like that's how easily that shit spread. But so it's it it stayed with that one branch. 
Yeah, well, I was I was super careful. So went up, turned all the fans off, went up and checked it and made sure and like lit a joint, checked the smoke, make sure no air is moving around. Put a big mask like uh, like a balaclava, like on my face, mm-hmm. tied it pretty tight. So I had a lot of cloth in front of my mouth. And then uh, just leaned, I pulled the, the stock back that I wanted to do and held it really carefully. And with like a dab tool, I put the pollen on just the pistols, like on that bud, on basically like three or four buds. And I did that to three branches. And then when I was done, I covered them with a, a paper bag and left that for like, I think it was 24 hours and then turned the fans back on. And the next day took the bags off. So I figured by that time, the pollen would have been taken in by the, uh, by the pistols. They're not called pistols. They're called something else. I forget, but the ends of the hairs, um, so yeah, that and that was based on a technique I had read about where people do that in rooms too. They'll do the one branch, cover it in a bag, let it take, huh. and then take the bag off and let it go. And that worked yeah, as far smart. as I can tell. I didn't get seeds on anything else. And you can see those those uh, branches that had been seeded actually uh, turned lighter, where the rest of the plant was like a darker green. The ones that were producing seeds went real light, almost white, like a light yellow. So it makes me think they were taking all that metabolic energy and they're making the seeds. So that's why they didn't look the same. But it's hmm. it's been really cool to learn about. Like I said, this is my first time the tendency to kind of go nuts on shit right away. So yeah, you're all about the fucking you're all about experimenting, ain't you? you yeah, like damn right. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck and piling, then you're gonna do K and F. Damn right, man. Yep. The, the KNF, I feel good about. The pollen made me really nervous. I'm, I'm really happy to have been kind of through that initial stage, and so I, I, yeah. I feel more comfortable with what I'm dealing with. And you know what? The more you do it, you know, the more comfortable you'll probably be, and, and a more understanding of, you know, where it gets carried and how how to treat it and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I mean, the consistency and, and everything. And the water thing. I mean, if you're not precious about getting wet, just when you're done dealing with it, you spray yourself down and rub, you know, get the water everywhere and then you're good. True. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It don't take much. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh, Rudy, you know, we got so distracted while ago. I meant to ask you something. What was your PPFD? Uh, so right now... The, there's some that uh, cosmic apprentice that are in flower. They're at uh, like seven to eight hundred between. Like Same there's jam. different levels. I've got some colas that are, you know, a foot and a half above the other ones that are down. So yeah. there's a pretty varying canopy height on this one. But the t- the top colas are at like close to nine hundred, and then maybe halfway down the canopy is like seven. So I gotcha. felt like a good range. I'm trying not to burn them, but see if I can get it just shy of a thousand. Nice. Yeah. Darn right. Yeah, I was just yeah. curious because I'm gonna I'm gonna do another check on mine and see um, if maybe it was just you know. But I mean, it is. It's really close to the top, so I mean, it could be accurate. It just they don't seem yeah. burnt, so it's just weird. Yeah, go with it. I think photos are more resilient anyway, so you might that, be, yeah you might only be a little bit high if you're high at all. You know, I, I don't. That's really true. Know. Yeah. yeah. And what what light are you running, Rudy? It's a Mars Hydro. Is that really the one? Yeah, Mars Hydro, um, like multiple bar light. It's the FCE sixty five hundred. Sixty five hundred. Yeah, that's yeah. your that's that's a big the, one. It's yeah. one of those new sexy ones. It's a, it's a great. Mm-hmm. I love it so far. It's a great light. <laughs> the plants love it too. Yeah. Turned right, man. Hey, um, I'd like I'd like to someday. 
down the road, I'd like to be able to uh, get like a five by five and have one of those bar style, you know, just a nice square um, to be able to work out of, to have a little more wiggle room uh, for a veg tent in general. Um, autos slash veg tent, you know, I could use it for the same and that would work out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Something I'm thinking about in the future because I really would like to have more of a a runoff area because I feel like I'll I could maximize my tents, you know, with like a runoff area. How do you um, mean runoff? Just in general. So have a tent big enough to handle the autos that I run all the time and veg my photos in the same tent. Like I could, you know what I mean. I could utilize it different, more you know, more efficiently with just a slightly bigger veg tent, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to upgrade to a five by five one day, but right now five by five seems like going a, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, five by five it just seems like a great size in general for people who use tents. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the space in general, I mean, you know, bar so many bar lights are made for four by four and five by five. Um, you know, it took the act of Congress to find. Uh, the light I have for my two, you know, <laughs> two and a half by four, you know, like that's trying to find something. There was no way I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and go with that. Yeah. It's turned out, but you get, I mean, they're going to stretch regardless, but you guys, either you guys got room for a greenhouse outside, like a hoop, a simple hoop house. I, I do. We both yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Next summer, maybe kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it would be kind of cool. It would, it would, I'm going to get through this whole, um, having a baby thing first and then yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> that's where my brain's at um but no no I, I could definitely see myself doing that especially with you know a baby you know in the future it'd be fun to have a greenhouse out there and mess around with and learn yeah, shit my neighbor's a cop so <laughs> yeah, my neighbor's a state trooper so <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you don't have well, you don't have to load it with you know, you, you can yeah. just use it as a tent, you know, use it for whatever, you know, it'd be so you big. You could your, do whatever. You're going to have your laws down real good. What's the, what's the count where you guys are? You don't mind. You can have four. Okay. Yeah. You can have four. four. <laughs> yep. That's it. Now I will say, uh, they, they do have, it seems to be the, the way it was written. Um, any, anybody else in Virginia want to chime in on this after the fact, but the way it looks like it's written for me, the way I'm reading it is four plants um, and that anything over that uh, would end up being like a $25 civil fee or something. Um, and yeah, I think it's like up to like 50 plants or something like that is a $25 fine. But uh, you, you, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. There's, there's it, different. There's different brackets of uh, yeah, different yeah. penalties and shit. Yeah. yeah, and it's it doesn't seem like it, it seemed like it was made for you know there was a couple things about it that made the home home grow uh, that they had thought about you know as far as like how much you can have and, and all that. Now they just recently changed something. Um, literally, what today did it go through? Or it's, oh, it, they're working on it still. Me. Um, they did just make a change, or it's it's getting ready to be voted on. I think is what it amounts to. Um, where basically you have to have, you can't be caught in public with an ounce, or over over an ounce, or over. I think it's over an You're ounce. You're allowed to have an ounce. Right. Yeah, on, in an public. Ounce on you. Yeah. 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 In your vehicle or whatever. Now, here's the deal. Um, somebody brought to my attention today the way the Fed is. Uh, you know, right now you can literally. R- right now, I don't know if it'll change, but supposedly federally legal, you, you can have it 
in there in a lockbox, and it's they have to have a warrant to get in there. So I mean, that's even if they kind of know what it is, it, it's because it, the smell thing isn't really there anymore. Like you can't just go bust somebody because they smell weed. Like you can't. That's not a thing. My understanding. Cause oh, yeah, no longer. Right. Yeah. Now I don't know. I don't Fed's think that was right. a. I don't think that was a Fed thing. Was it a Fed thing or was that a state thing? The smell. I thing. thought it was just a state thing. I don't. I thought it was just a Virginia thing, but it could be. I'm wondering. The feds fuck with it much on that level. Yeah, I don't think they have yet. No, I think that was a state thing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, so technically, in theory, you could technically transport more than an ounce if you needed to. I mean, I don't really, you know, I don't judge. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Michigan is a similar structure. You get 12. Yeah. But like, if I wanted to. Is that what you said? You, you get 12? 12, and you get fined if you're over that. And then uh, you get in big, big trouble if you have 100. So. Yeah, I think I yeah. think Virginia. It says you're allowed to have four per household, and I think you're allowed like anything up to fifty plants or something like that is twenty five dollar fine. And yeah, but it, it's oh, not yeah. bad as it, as it is right bad. now. It's really not. And now, but damn, I wish bad. we were allowed to have twelve like legally. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, now the it's only nice thing dollars. that I can. We say, oh, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. I just said it's nice for autos. The 12 count. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. No, I was just gonna say that. You know, the only thing that really bothers me the way they just changed the law is if I wanted to bring early bird more than an ounce, basically. Like, hey, man, uh, here, try this. You know, like here's here's an ounce or two, whatevs, because you know, we grow, so it's like whatever. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, technically that would be wrong. You know, but if I were to put it in a lockbox. In, in the bed of my truck or you know, under the back seat somewhere, you know, and then put a, lo- a padlock on it, they supposedly can't get in there without a warrant. And because they can't pull you over because of the smell, there's never a probable cause of what's in that box. Yeah. What's you just got to make sure you speak intelligently yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to act. Don't, yeah, you don't want to just, yeah, you don't want to be an idiot. But yeah. I mean, no, in theory, you would be safe yeah. uh, with that, that ideal. It's in a fucking box, dude. <laughs> yeah but That's i don't funny. know man i mean you it just pays to, it pays to be careful it pays to know yeah i mean just in case you know, you know i mean yeah. obviously i'm not i'm not gonna be scared shitless or something you know but like yeah you know around here you know it's not really something that it's not really something to worry about like it's it's yeah, just not it's, but like i could see that being somebody who's living in an apartment in the city you know i could see that really messing with them like you know yeah you know like if i try to go see you it'd be this whole ordeal instead of just driving down a two-lane road <laughs> you know what i mean like it, yeah it, it's yeah. it's different you know it's different yeah. everything's Absolutely. too close so easy to just throw it in the backpack and then forget you had it and then like shit <laughs> yeah so hey, we're, i'm gonna shift yeah. the subject so Go ahead. what's what's the weather like for you guys did you get that heat that's coming through right now we just got 100 degrees yesterday so did just, you really it rarely On gets that hot friday here. it was really fucking hot it was like close to 100 degrees but then saturday sunday and monday and even today it's been like 70s it's been more cooler yeah and it looks I like it's know. staying. Maybe we have something coming that I'm not aware of. I don't know. It looks like it's staying in the low 70s, uh, low 80s. Nice. So that's not too bad. Nice. Yeah. So that's not miserable at all yet. Um, but we did, like you said, Friday. That was rough. Yeah. Yes, it was. You're damn right. Friday was brutal. <laughs> yeah, it was. 
Yeah, I switched. Speaking of the my part of the reason I was asking, I switched my cycle. Like you guys were saying, run in the dark during the day. Yeah, yeah so I, I switched that over. So I just ran. I went in to reset the timers while the lights were on, and let everybody run with the light on through to the new cycle. So now the yeah. dark from from two p.m. to six p.m., which is right when the darn right it's the side of the house. So yeah, okay. so it works out really well actually. Yeah, like they said, I mean that. That's what we tried doing because I think when I first started, my brain did the same thing yours did. And mine was just like, didn't even think about that. Like, oh, I keep air conditioning in the house. I keep heat in the house. Like, what difference does it make? No, it does. It does make a difference. Yeah, it does significantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was spiking up to like 98 degrees and they're with yeah. the lights on during the day. Yeah. Especially if you got yeah. quantum boards just blaring like all the time, you know, that's. Mm-hmm. I know my drivers are right up on top of the lights. I didn't really yeah. try to like fan them out of printing anywhere else. So, yeah, it gets hot in there. That's why I have a giant exhaust fan, but it's working out. Everybody's stable right now. Damn right. Yeah. Is I, the, you, you grow in an attic, right? Yeah. Is is that area of the attic you grow in? Is that insulated or is it just? just yeah. It yeah, is? Okay. it's insulated, but there's a west-facing window. So when the sun comes over, like that's what I have blocked off. But just when it cooks that side of the house, I mean, I've get the room yeah. has gotten into the hundreds before. Um, Damn. Yeah. So that's that's what made me get the bigger fan, uh, and now like work that's working out pretty well. And then running the the lights at night is working out even better. So mm-hmm. I went up and checked, and it was like eighty nine during like the hot period. So that's not bad. They can get through that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. It's not yeah. bad at all. It's a hell of yeah. a lot better than hundred. Yeah. yeah, you got that right. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I'm excited. Things are working well. I think like. I'm pretty self-critical though. The first harvest, this was like, it was good. I'm not going to complain, but it's not where I wanted to be. Hopefully, like, I think I'll get there the one after this next one, as far as like, actually like every plant in the grid, you know, I'm running 12 auto pots at a time. Uh, we'll, we'll produce what's supposed to. Yeah. Get there. Yeah. Darn right. 12 auto pots. I'd fucking love that. Can you imagine? I, I just love your space in general, man. Like, I love seeing your pictures. <laughs> you take such good pictures, by the way, Rudy. I just want to point that out there. Like, you really do. You got some. You got some good documentation on your Instagram. It's it's fantastic. Uh, coming from the guy that hasn't posted for like two fucking months. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it's, I think I don't think it's been that long. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, to have that space at your disposal is awesome. I mean, I guess in theory I could too, but. I don't think I could cool it up there. I don't think I could do it's, it. It's it's rough. Like I said, the fan I got is an eight inch hydro farm. It was a used yeah. fan that I got from the grow shop, and it just it's like a jet fan thing. It's wild. So that's what does it. Yeah. Otherwise, Darn I had right. a four inch on it before, and it wasn't working. Yeah. So it keeps it pretty good for you. I mm-hmm. that would be my my thing is I'd I'd have to have a very very big way to move the air because that's oh man. Yeah. Damn right, dude. Yeah, all that heat. In the attic. Yeah. So the attic it's goes to down be. to like there's sort of a lung room you can imagine, kind of below the attic, and then a door that goes down to the the first floor. And when mm-hmm. the fan is on, it can feel air coming through the like it would blow a candle out coming through the bottom of the door because it's sucking air from the house. That's moving there. a lot of air then. Yeah. Damn right, it is. That's why I have this humidity problem. So I had to get ink bird sensors set up. Because if I left that on, it would drop. No matter what the humidity is, it dropped down to like 30, 35. And it was really Damn. stressing the plants out. So I had to get that figured out. Yeah, like I, so, this this will make you super jelly. I haven't filled up a humidifier in like 
It's been a while. Nice. It's been a while, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's I so humid outside. Because otherwise, yeah, like, mine out of my tent. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, took his completely out. I'm pumping outside air in, and it's humid as fuck here. So that should yeah. be doing it. But I have to use such a big exhaust because of the yeah. That it oh yeah back out it pulls it right back out so, so it's to, sucking so good that you have to pump it back in because you yeah. just can't okay yep yeah, that yeah. makes sense so, so i have the humidifier in the lung room and that does something to help so i'm keeping it at like 50 yeah. 55 which is not i'm still low for where i want to be in bed but it works so gotcha yeah i mean as long as you're in the yeah. 50s man shoot mm-hmm. it's all that matters man I mean, well, I hopefully think hopefully with you changing your light cycle to off during the day, hopefully that'll help with your, your humidity. Yeah, I think that will too. Yeah, yeah it should significantly. But um, yeah, there was something else I wanted to say, and I cannot remember. You was. need to make one of those humidifiers that Monster rigs up. Oh, uh, that, yeah. That, yeah. When he uses yep. those totes. And, uh, those little yellow and black totes, and he cuts the... Yeah, and he puts a uh, atomizer in there. Damn you right. said you need to know a little bit of wiring to set it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit, probably. Cool. That'd be fun. You we should go through that. Do an episode. Damn right. Do that. That would be fun. That would be fun, actually, because I, I think I think something like that would be uh, beneficial. I mean, especially for, like, uh, uh, a house in the future, stuff like that. Like, I could see, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. need to get a reading outside what the humidity actually is out in the backyard for that reason yeah this time of year because i know it, it changes a lot but you know it might not even need a humid a humidifier out there you never know i could tell you what mine is but i have to go to my kitchen <laughs> you need to get a you need to get a govy for the kitchen man <laughs> well i have a, i have an outdoor sensor but the oh, display okay. for it is in my kitchen no damn Oh, you know what? In terms of instruction and stuff, I was just thinking, since we're talking about autopots so much in the reservoirs, yeah, um, I, I could talk about like how I set up my uh, my second reservoir. I went through a couple stages trying to figure this out. So I got yeah. the flexi. I got the flexi tank pro first, uh, and that tank is great. But the valve that they give you, no offense to autopots, is is shitty plastic, and. I, I'm a little, I over tighten things. I try not to, but I always end up doing, it, you know, and tightening it too hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same here. So I did that and it started leaking. So whatever, I'm not going to complain too much. So I went to the store and got a different valve, got that working, but that was a whole frustrating process. So for the, um, the other one that I'm helping a friend with set up a, uh, a trash can, like a 30 gallon brute trash can, and then got just a regular rake barrel spigot put that on and there's an adapter you can get off amazon that goes from a like from a garden hose adapter or a threaded garden hose size down to the uh is it half inch what the auto pot main line is so it yeah, half inch. right onto that size so you can hook that up and then run the line right off of that so you can basically choose whatever reservoir you want to use uh and the spigot and just kind of i would recommend if anybody's doing that with auto pots if you're not using the small 15 gallon but you want to go bigger than that honestly just build your own or get the flexi tank and then get a valve for it yeah that, that you made an instagram post about that didn't you yeah yeah did. that was yeah, my I personal so. experience but so now the next step i want to try is uh for this outdoor thing we're going to try um uh autopod xls uh in the um the mesh pots right mm-hmm. oh, i forget what they're called just those, the fabric uh, pots 
or the spring pots. The spring, spring pots. pots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a 50 gallon barrel, like a rain barrel, a legit rain barrel for a reservoir with that same spigot coming off of it to the main line. So I'm curious to see how that goes outdoors and like how long they last. You know, with 50 darn right. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's what maybe that's what I'll do in the future. Maybe I'll just rig up two of those brute trash cans and then just yeah, have just them together. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, and then have, like I said, one for veg, one for bloom, keep balance in it. So everything stays the same and just turn on one whenever I need it. And mm-hmm. it's not a bad idea. I was even saying, like, if you wanted to, if you had, like, if somebody was growing in a garage or something, you could build, yeah. like, a couple platforms and use, like, three or four of those 30-gallon cans, like, yeah. up from each other and just tie them together and run the last one down. Yeah, you can just have them all. That would keep you going for a long time. Yeah, damn yeah. right. Then I suppose you have a pH problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but to see, we'll have to talk to some commercial guys to see how they handle those big tanks. Of course, that's probably all computerized. Yeah, I would like to talk to some oh, commercial yeah, dudes. Probably. Yeah, I, I think that would be fun someday. Mm-hmm. Wishful thinking, I know, but we'll find we'll find one. We will. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'm confident. I'm confident. We'll find one. Well, hey, but, man, uh, you guys got any plans this week? We want to wrap the, it up. This week, my plan, my goal, is to use that uh, photon app more often. I want to use it a few times during the week, different areas of the same tent. And I'm also going to dial in the flower for the other tent uh, with the, the app as well. Go ahead and get that just right. Um, and then I'm also going to use my temperature gun. So I'll let you all know what the temps are like on that uh, <laughs> that crazy high reading plan. Cool. Cool. So. Right on. Yeah, man. What you all planning on? I don't have nothing planned for my for my grow, but I will be working Finish on that. my deck. Finish that deck, <laughs> yeah, y'all. Y'all should see the deck the early bird is is building right now. It is huge. I mean, it's a nice deck. I'm tickled to Dang death for him. Yeah, dude, he's been he's been telling me that it's it's rough, but uh, I'm I'm stoked <laughs> to see it. You have to post some pictures uh, when you get it. It'll be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. This summer, that's where I'm going to be. Dude, I would live on that deck. I would live on it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all the time. That'd be my joint spot, man. Oh, and... uh... Also, still waiting on those those uh, new tester beans. Have you checked? No, I, I need to go check the uh, PO box. Um, okay. See, we should both have some testers in there. I think Rudy. I think he sent you something too. Specifically, I'm keeping an eye out. It might have might have been here today. Yeah, because you haven't gotten yours yet this time. So that that'll be cool, man. See what we all get, and we'll talk oh, about them. Yeah, that'll be fun to talk about. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. He always he's a good guy, man. He hooks us up. But thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that. But uh, what are you planning on doing, Rudy? Um, just so I'm um, flipping some photo stuff to flower uh, tomorrow. And uh, then going from there, um, just keeping everybody alive. Sweet. Damn putting, right. putting outdoors next week for, for, for a friend of mine. So. Yeah, because tonight is officially the longest night of summer. Yep. Oh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Solstice, yeah. Right. So the sun doesn't go down until 827 tonight. Mm-hmm. Here. <laughs> that plays into my outdoor thinking. I was thinking since from here out, the days get shorter. I'm hoping the plant will go right into flower because it's been at 18.6. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. yeah and, and peanut butter breath uh, update outside, by the way, y'all. Uh, still, still flowering. 
Hasn't switched is back yours, to veg. Is yet. yours smelling yet? Mine is like stinking. Mine stinks, yo. Like it's super <laughs> yeah. stanky. Yeah, I was outside building my deck. It's all I smell. I'm like, oh, that's shit. That's something else that brings me to something else I got to do this week. I got to get me some uh, uh, cinder blocks and put on either side of the pots and make like a, a little box for them so they won't flip over because they every time I come out there, they, the wind has knocked them right over, which, you know, coming off the field, it's just like yeah, the fence ain't the wind. fence ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going to try to rig that up this week, too. So y'all have to hold me to all this mess. So. <laughs> We'll see how it goes, but uh, I hope everyone listening is have has a great week. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, talking again next week. <laughs> All right, boys, peace. Be safe. Thank you for listening to Crafting Cannabis. Follow us on Instagram at Crafting Cannabis Podcast or visit our website at craftingcannabispodcast.com.